Hello and welcome to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast hey. where the discussion is always on samurai swords, tits, penises, guns, mm. shooting, punk rock music, wailing guitar solos, drum beats, drum beats, twirled sticks between fingers. Um, this is episode 49.5. 49.5. We did not do a movie. No, we did not. This is the first time though. This is fun. Yeah, it's, uh, the pressure's off. Yeah, we're just chilling. Drinking vodka. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode is sponsored in part by... Triple uh, eight. It is. Yes, it's triple eight <laughs> vodka from the Cisco Brewery in Nantucket Island. It is delicious. Not sponsored, but we're drinking. No, it. No, we're, we're anyway, drinking it. It's fabulous. If they want to give us money or free bottles, I'm not going to fight it. Yeah. Have you had the the beer from them? I don't think so. It's come into like my bookstore mm-hmm. and try the uh, the Gray Lady. It's like a better Blue Moon. Oh, I love it. Very good. I like it. I like yeah. the name. Some of the Gray Lady. Yeah, it's like a very nautical. Yeah, I think of uh, the Grey Ghost. Yeah. And like Adam West. Yeah. Um, earlier today, I was lying. Oh, I'm Gabriel Mara, by the way. Oh, yeah, I'm Ryan Snyder. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Uh, we're your hosts. Um, I do audio producing and comedy. Ryan, you do what? Uh, bartend and food truck. Yes. Yeah. Well, also, but for fun, cool news for you, some behind the scenes stuff. Ryan, you are a semifinalist in what? Oh, I am a, a, a regional semifinalist in the competition for Copper and Kings. They're a, a liquor producer and uh, I, well, they do an event called Mixtape mm-hmm. where they come to bars and they tell bartenders like, usually it's two bartenders pick their favorite like recording artist like album. Sure. And then they are inspired by, you know, songs in the album, they'll name the drink, you know, after songs or lines in the song, what have you. Uh, former guest Neil Heimsoth and I decided to say, fuck that, and we picked one band together, well not band, but group. We did yes. uh, we did the Rat Pack. Yeah, buddy. So my drink, inspired by Dean Martin, Kick in the Head, is going to be competing in Philadelphia uh, May 14th. It's an outstanding drink, may I say. Yes, very good. It's uh, hints of apricot and overproof brandy and yes. egg white. I think of beauty, Ryan. Yeah, it's pretty good. So yeah, he does that. Um, what was I saying? I'm really unfocused today. I it's feel okay. exhausted. Yeah, it's it's rainy. Like yeah. We, really, what we should be doing is like a video conference mm-hmm. from our beds. We could have done that. Yeah. Oh well. Next time it's an option. Yeah, next time I think it's yeah. an option. Oh, um, I was lying in bed, and for no good reason at all, I was just looking up Batman clips, and I watched that wonderful one from the season two finale of Justice League Unlimited mm-hmm. where it's all about how Batman uh, it's about Batman Beyond and Batman and how Bruce Wayne sh- like solves a problem using compassion oh have you seen that one? I have not it's so good god damn it sorry <laughs> cat cat things I mean, you could really get behind Justice League Unlimited it's a really great show yeah I gotta get into it I was um, thinking about getting into the other show that you mentioned um, Venture Brothers oh like Gilmore Girls no, not Damn sorry. it! Sorry. No, Venture Brothers is magical. You guys in your like you and former guest Neil Hamsoth and your new girl Gilmore girl like I, yep. I don't no not my thing. It's it's wonderful stuff, right? Did you watch the Roseanne reboot? No, um, I have a weird uh, bias against Roseanne for no real reason. Yeah, you don't like fat white people? Yes, yeah, basically it's that. Yeah. No, I don't know. Eh, something about Roseanne, I really like it. But the Jew is it good? No. <laughs> just curious. No, I didn't. You watch, watch it. a lot more than I do, and I just remember I was reading some like things about it. Yeah, like, I do love. Sitcoms. Oh, in the in the new one, Roseanne is an avid Trump supporter, and her sister Jackie is an avid Hillary Clinton supporter. I'm sure. like, ah, oh, damn it! Politics are now in our fucking sitcoms. It always was, though. That was the whole point about Roseanne is all about oh, we're a low income family. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. that's. Ugh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I, don't, like, I used to love the opening uh, title, like mm-hmm. titles of that show. The harmonica whale. Yeah, and like they're eating pizza and like spilling, like you could see like the '90s diet coke, like uh-huh. two liter there. Like it's very charming to me. But yeah, that that was all I really remember about Roseanne. I know like friends in high school who were like real big fans of Roseanne, like militant fans. I don't know why I never watch it. I don't have a good reason. I know it was my crippled grandmother's favorite show. So maybe there's a bias there. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't want to go into the P layer and watch the thing, so. It just seems so interesting. What? Like, your grandmother would be a fan of that, like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, when I was at your house for your party, like, your father sitting in a chair, sipping red wine, watching old black and white movies, mm-hmm. I was like, that's, uh, that's picturesque to me. Yeah, that's, that's basically going to be me. No, it was my, my maternal uh, grandmother. Mm-hmm. No, my, actually, that was paternal grandmother. I don't know that. Uh, clearly, my mom and dad. I got like the most like erudite Jane Austen readers of the mm-hmm. family. So, yeah, I, I always bring up this point. I'm obviously the my parents' child, and my brother, who, you know, unironically loves Cobra, starring Stallone. Mm. Yeah, he's he's the outlier. It, yeah, that's weird. that's a little strange. How are you, Ryan? How's things? That's good. Things are good. Um. Things are taking off nicely. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good things happening in my life all at once, and I'm not sure how to take it. Yeah, that's a weird one. I had a lot of, like, I had a, a week of a lot of bad things happening, and as my wife, Michelle Monaghan, will tell you, I had, like, something of a, a mental breakdown the one night, and I was just like, Brah! And then, like, two days later, all the good things started rolling, and I was like, Things oh, waves, I guess. Life is good. Although I'm Catholic, so I'm just waiting for you know somebody. Yeah, to it die. has to bounce out poorly. Yeah. Or you know, I like to I like to think about how uh like like the Asian in me is just all like, well, this is how it goes. Everything is shit. Yeah. Got to keep on keep my head down, keep working. If my rice patty isn't perfectly clear, I don't get rice. As they say at the club, Obi Wan, anything goes. This is true, Willie. Yeah, I like that song. There's it's a great song. There's occasionally uh, bands that play that. Up Cole book, Parker, book, the man. It's really great. It's Cole Porter. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I was about to say we did a movie, but we didn't. No, we did not do a movie. So, what is the purpose of this episode we're doing today? Uh, we're doing kind of like our, our victory lap for mm-hmm. being a podcast for a year. We're looking back, we're chilling out. We, 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 we made an endeavor, and we're doing it. And yeah. we're still doing it. It's been a year. Yeah, if you if you don't feel like listening to us random chitter-chatter for this one, that's fine. We didn't. We, we tell you up front, we didn't do a movie. Check out the show notes. I'll just say what we did. You know, that's yeah. the thing we're doing these days, especially as all readers, because that show is only tangents. Yeah, so. it's pretty tangent-heavy. Yeah, it's just the tangent show. It was fun listening to the Harry Potter one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how that? How did it end up turning out? Like, spoil me. Did, did, you, did he end up liking, or no? He thought it was fine. Oh. Sometimes he's just wrong. Yeah, no, co-host Daniel Reichel of Slow Readers, co-founder of Top Count Radio. Fuck you, Danny. Fuck you. Danny is one of the most obstinate people that I've ever met, that he holds tight to an opinion until you really call him on it. For example, yesterday he and I went to go see the new Armando Iannucci film, Death of Stalin, which was really good. Starring Steve Buscemi and everything. Mm-hmm. It's in the guy who did Veep, so it was a good movie. But beforehand, um, we were talking about our radio business thing and how bummed we are about it. But I told him that I was going to go see Ready Player One maybe today or after the movie. I'm going to see today, I guess. And he got like actively angry with me about it. Why? I don't know. Because it's holds... a, a mixtape of 80s. Yes. Yes. I think that combined with um, he thinks, oh, he know I'm a known Spielberg detractor. Mm-hmm. And he's been trying to get me to watch Schindler's List for 20 years. And I have it. And he doesn't like 80s nostalgia. 
and well, shit, like he wants you to like Schindler's List is gonna be what changes. Yeah, it. that's gonna change my mind. Maybe I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't like. I don't know. Spielberg, whatever. I don't care. But um, yeah, he just actually got angry, and I'm like, well, what the fuck ever, dude? I'm gonna go see this movie. It's fine. He's like, yeah. And then he said those magic words that make me angry immediately, which is, uh, um, Ryan, what's your guess? What's 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 the one sentence you can say to me in all of media to make me angry? You'll love it. Oh, uh, pertaining to a specific property. Oh. What's the What's the thing where everyone tells me to do it, and the more they tell me to do it, I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Like, uh, oh, like watch it. You'll like it. Specifically, he said, "Well, fuck you. Watch Stranger Things." Oh, that uh, that specific. Yes. Okay, I, I didn't realize you were going. For, yeah, yeah, you would hate that. Yeah, thank you, Ryan Daniel. So he he pulled that card, and I'm like, I know you know how angry that makes me. So what a dick. I know what a fucker. I like that guy. After, I, after I call him a dick. I like you, Danny. He doesn't listen to this show. No, he does not. I, no, I barely listen to Slow Readers. That's fine. You know when I listen to Slow Readers? When I'm, like, late at night, when I'm making, uh, like, 11 o'clock at night, my wife's mm-hmm. going to bed, and I'm making her breakfast and lunch. And I'll put that on. I usually get, like, 20 minutes out of it. Yeah, it's, it's a long show. Yeah, it's, it's good. A good time. Like I get, I don't really oftentimes touch upon your actual thing. Mm-hmm. I just hear like the first twenty minutes of tangents, and then like you just catch a sweet hang of me and Daniel. Yeah, it's cool. It's like having you guys in the room while I'm cooking. Yeah, I was like, like arguing behind you. Yeah, chilling out. It's cool. All right, Ryan. Yeah. Let's see. Sorry. Yeah, we're, we're we're having a victory lap. Ryan, do you want to talk about movie news, or do you want to talk about the Punisher, or do you want to have our grand look back to our year of programming, or to look forward to the rest of twenty eighteen? Let's get the let's get the painful part out of the way because I didn't do it. <laughs> um, Ryan, is it time to 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 be? Let's let's let's, let's be Frank. Frank. Let's go Tom. to the castle. Yes, let's go to the castle. Let's go to the castle. Um. Let's be frank. Let's be frank. Let's be frank. Let's be frank. Perfect. Let's be frank. Let's watch The Punisher. That's all I got. Sounds good. Cool. Cool. Bow! So you finished it? Yeah, I finished it. This morning. Does it close good? It does. Um, They do some pretty standard Marvel pacing where a penultimate episode, some like like underboss is defeated super kick-ass stuff happening and then final boss is defeated and mm-hmm. thingy yeah uh, I think I saw it like when the show first came out I saw a picture of uh, Billy Russo in mm-hmm. a hospital bed all bandaged up yeah yep. okay uh, the violence does not disappoint okay. um, when he when spoiler but I guess it's pretty old at this point when you get to, oh I'm sorry kitty when you get to the jigsawing of his face, mm-hmm. it is brutes. Shit. It is totes brutes. I like the brutality of Punisher Warzone. Yeah. Oh god. Better than that. It's it's more brutal. More brutal. Not it's, as it's not It's not 1980s brutal. It's current day brutal. Shit. That's that's pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. But it's it's not like. Ugh. So Ryan, did you? I, I've been talking about this for weeks now. Have you listened to the My Grody Valentine episode? We did a friend of the show, Alex Thompson. I did not listen to it yet, man. I just saw a disclaimer, and I was like, I gotta wait for this. Yeah. Oh, that that's been. I I feel like Alex. If you're listening, hey man, I feel like you put a hex on me, because now I just keep on thinking about that movie, which is good filmmaking, but really it's one of those extreme violence French films, and oh. it's so graphic. And it's it walks this horrible realistic line of realism and extreme violence, and just 
hardcore nihilism and weird religious symbolism. And yeah. to make it worse, it's not that exploitive. I, I told the professor, because I was telling her about the movie, I was watching it, and I was mm -hmm. like grimacing the whole time. It's like, in the beginning of the movie, so it starts with this young girl. She's like, beaten, bloodied, and bruised, and she's running, screaming from a factory. And they're like, okay, this is how all we right, started. It's right. fine, whatever. And then it gets to like, like old 8mm film of her growing up like mm -hmm. in the system now. And a documentary crew. And in the smallest mercy of all time, they go, the girl was not raped. And I'm like, well, thanks. There's that at least, okay, I good. guess. Yeah. I mean, I think that would somehow make it even more unpleasant. Mm -hmm. But boy, this is... It's, it's some stuff. It's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, I have a very strong stomach for violence. Uh-huh. And it... Ooh, it, it, that. it taxed me. But the problem was that it was also well made. It yeah. wasn't like a shitty American torture porn where you know they're just exploiting you for no reason. Yeah. This, this one, one was made of purpose and for good storytelling. So some behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. Where would you meet this uh, this character that brought this movie to you? Um, Alex Thompson, he is a friend of the professor's. Okay. He is a academic and he writes film reviews at benefits of a classical education .wordpress.com. Okay. It's a diehard reference apparently. Okay. I don't rec I don't recall that line, but but yeah, I'm um, cool dude. He's all over Letterboxd, so friend cool. the show that way. Oh, cool. But you know, really, if he had not been one of those people where me and Dan were picking apart his top ten of the year, mm -hmm. if I had not seen that "Call Me by Your Name" was like his number three of the year, I'd be like, this guy's shit movie, the shit movie taste. But no, he loves he loved "Call Me by Your Name" and a lot of other fun, sweet. He loved Sing Street. It was like his number one okay, of the year. Okay, I trust him. So if you love Sing Street and Martyrs, you're on an entirely different level of film absorption than I am. Yeah, I th I think we could be friends. Yeah, no, you'd like this dude. He's a right guy. Yeah. Find him on Facebook. He's pretty oh, cool. Okay. Or check out his letterbox. Letterbox. Listen to my Rudy Valentine, friends. It's fun. But so, Ryan, um, you did not watch Punisher. No, uh, I'll, I'll get on it. I was thinking about doing it last night, and then I ended up... I forget what I was watching clips of on YouTube. <laughs> Just YouTube. Just up. Yeah, it was one of those nights, because I, I had to go to work yesterday for a couple hours. What for? It was Monday. It, the, it's very prep heavy now. How much more prep heavy? Like enough that I have to go in on a Monday and help Dang. Neil out for a little bit. Like he could like conceivably do it by himself because he's like you're you're one of the suits, so mm -hmm. you should be doing it. But also, I have off on Monday and I want to hang out with my buddy. Yeah, you might as well. So I just have some drinks. Go in and taste some things, then hang out at the fun house, have a beer, go back, That's finish, a good day, come actually. home by five. So like two to five, like yeah. Yeah. And I I, I was in, like I was in bartender mode, so I was like, eh, fuck it, I'm just gonna come home and do nothing. Mm -hmm. We watched Chef again last night because my wife wanted to watch it with everything with the food truck and everything happening sure. now. She was like, we need to watch it again. Um, Ryan, do you want to do that for a palate cleanser coming up? Since I have not I'm, finished watching it, and you know I love kitchen movies. I'm more than happy to do it. It was really funny because she was picking up more of the 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 kitchen language. Mm -hmm. Which was really funny. She's like, I know what family meal is now. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Aww. It's adorable. No, I remember uh, so one of my favorite anime is Food Wars. It's mm -hmm. a combat cooking anime. Really good stuff, actually. Very, very thoroughly researched. Um, friend of the show, um, Gil, uh, mm -hmm. cook at, or chef at, uh, at the bookstore. Big fan as well. And they keep on, first of all, horrible dub. But they keep on using, like, either, I don't know if the standards are different in Japan, but it's like, that's why I'm a chef. I'm like, you're a cook. Oh, chef. Yeah. So 
it, it, it messes for all the hardcore cooking research it does. It gets simple restaurant talk wrong. It's so I'm like, wrong. maybe maybe it's different in Japan. I've maybe always, the word is shifu. I've always found that to be like an interesting line because like a lot of chefs will call themselves cooks, mm-hmm. but then like you talk about like like people outside of the kitchen will say chefs, mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah, well, if you're in culinary school as a student, you're not a chef. I mean, it means chief, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it, like it means you're, you're the boss. You're the boss. You're the chef. That's why you have like mm-hmm. well, in traditional like French, like it's called the brigade system. Mm. You have different like stations. So like you know. Uh, Sous, saucier. Well, yeah, saucier, sous. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget all the French ones. There's like fry cook, grill cook, saute, and like that's like your whole line cooks. And then it's broken up in like the line. Mm-hmm. Like for the line cooks, like the the best position you want is saute. Mm. It's considered to be like the most. Really, I yeah, know that. It's considered to be like a rock star station. That's how it's always been described to me. It's like you got to be a rock star if you want to fucking do Ryan, saute. Since I'm still in town, clearly, and uh, we need to find a new summer marathon because it'll be a summer. Instead of doing a Shane Blacklist, do you want to do kitchen movies? We can do that. We can do Burnt, and we can do Ratatouille, and we can do Chef, and what are some other cooking movies? I don't know. You want to get some experience? You want to work on my truck? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah I miss the life, dude. Yeah. This, be... this, this freelance stuff, my I've gained weight. I have, because I've stopped walking like 12 miles a day. I meant to talk to you about that, because I was, I was bringing you up to um, the, uh, the guys I'm doing it with. Mm-hmm. I was like... Gabriel's still gonna be around. Like, we need like a cool window person, someone who can like jump in and like make some stuff too. Yeah. I was like, you're super friendly. Like, you'd be the perfect fit for this. Mm-hmm. Make some money. Well, yeah, I'd love to. This is a job where you can drink beer on the job if you want. That's Sounds like, great to up me. Up to you. Now, as, as long as I'm, uh, I, I, I think the agreement I made with the professor is that I can go back to the life as long as I am not working Friday and Saturday night because that's her time. Fair enough. Weird. Yeah, Done. just come with me throughout the week. Or fuck yeah. Yeah, because we'll be hitting like breweries and shit. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. So we'll do uh, we'll do maybe a cooking series. Something yeah, like that'd that. be fun. Mm-hmm. I would do that. Right. Chef's one of my favorite movies, actually. Yeah, I, I really, yeah, I, it's I very, see it. it's very sweet, and like, I don't know, it's like a love letter to the industry. Mm-hmm. Did you say burnt too? Cause yeah. Burnt's one. I, I like burnt. I think I, it's I, a good movie. I didn't watch it yet, but it is yeah. a perfectly good movie. And I think the only reason why people hate it is because of uh, it's too insider industry and also mm. a little too cookie cutter. But I think it's a great movie. The only people who have recommended it to me are chefs. Yeah. So. People who are in the life. Yeah. So. That's, alright, well we can do, yeah we can do it. Let's do food movies. Yeah, and invite some industry people mm-hmm. on to watch them with That'd us. That'd be great. Yeah. I was thinking like, that could be a good like variation for shift drinks. But you know, movies, let's stick, let's stick with the movies. I was talking about shift drinks the other day. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I think that's going to be going because uh, Neil and I were putting together a list of people. We went out drinking on Easter. Excellent. When the ladies were driving us home, we were like drunkenly talking about it. It's like, <laughs> we can get this guy and this guy. Hello, Katie. Yeah, and just like mixing it up. That sounds great. It'd be fun. Yeah. I'm all about it. So we'll get that going soon. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, just, we're tangent heavy. We're, just we're, we're slow readers. We're relaxing. We're slow reading, talking about stuff. Yeah, we had fr- uh, Frank. That's what, yeah, um, finish it. It's finish good. it, it's good. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, where, where did you leave off? Uh, you had the Die Hard episode, right? Yeah, where he blew yeah. himself up in the, the, yeah, in the, the, fridge. Fr- the fridge. So I've only got like three or four months. Yeah, and they go, they go quick. Okay. They're very fast-paced. Real, I was going to make a point that this is maybe the... I would really say it's the only, the only one of even the best Marvel shows, no mid-season slump. Okay. Not at all. It just keeps on going. Yeah, I didn't notice any kind of like. Yeah. You know, oh, drop. The, and the way it ends is so 
unexpected and not not like in a boom kind of way but in like a human way and you're like oh a whisper not a bang exactly but like a, a like a hum like a haunting human whisper i see it ends really cool all right i'm down with so that. good job gang steve lightfoot sure steve thunderbolt thunderbolt ross thunderbolt and lightfoot something like the cliff eastwood yeah, you got me on that one. But, um, what are you looking forward to this year? All right, so 2018, one? what are we looking forward to? Let's let's look to the future. Let's go back to... What year did he go to? 2015? What? Marty? Oh, yeah, he went back, he went back in 2015. Isn't that, that fucking crazy? It was three years yeah. ago? I said, dude, that was one of my favorite times of the movies, watching all three of those. I just back to back to back. God, like, really, if I, if I ever need, like, like chicken soup, it's, it's back to the future. That's, or space. That's what I watched when I was uh, sick over the the winter. I put on Back <laughs> to the Future one and two, and like House Two Hot Toddies and a bunch of sleeping pills, and just like that's drifted in and out of consciousness. Watching that's always those. been my thing. Is where I watch all of Space. I'll just like chug Nikon's falsely watching Space. Um, so right. Um, what are you looking forward to this year? Um, see, I, I wish there were more like indie darling picks that I could I do can't... because. Thoroughbreds was the only big indie release I was looking forward to this year. I gotta start writing this shit down because like I'll be like I'll get home from work and I'll be like fucking drunk on my computer and be like oh this trailer looks awesome I should probably (laughs) write this down and then I don't write it down and I forget about it. Um, Avengers because I'm I'm, I'm a big comic book guy like I've seen every single one of those movies in theaters Mm -hmm. so like I I have been like part of that. Marvel World for the last decade. Yeah, dude. I was actually running down the list with uh, Michelle Monaghan, mm-hmm. and there are only two movies we did not see together. Oh, yeah? Or, no, wait. Three. Yeah, three out of the three out of the entire thing we have not seen together. Uh-huh. So well, Iron, which ones were they? Uh, Iron Man 1, Iron Man okay. 2, and Hulk. Huh. And ironically enough, I watched the Hulk with another lady, and I got broken up with during it at the drive-in. During the movie? During the movie. At the drive-in? At the drive-in. What a... Despicable human being. No, what yeah. a bad plan. During the movie? Yeah. I mean, so you just left during it, or you just sat there and finished the movie? Yeah, like, my, my friend at the time was dating this young lady's friend. Okay. And they we were in one car, they were in another, and uh-huh. it happened, and I knocked on the window and interrupted my friend making out with his girlfriend, and uh-huh. I said, we need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and we left. Gotta go, buddy. Yeah, and it was it was uh, so I. So you never finished uh, the Incredible Hulk? Uh, I have never watched the Incredible Hulk all the way through. You're fine. You don't need to. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I I, I have no reason to. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Uh, dude, it was ten well, years ago. <laughs> it's uh, so, Iron Man one, the girl who would go on to ruin my life. Uh, I met her, we went, we went to the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens and met through a mutual friend who had also hooked up with her, well, all girls. So, uh, we, uh, uh, this is the entire complicated, tangled web of how I lost my virginity, but my, uh, the girl I met at the time who I would go on to ruin my life, we went to go, I convinced her to go see Iron Man with me and the dudes. Yeah. And she spent the whole time trying to hook up with my friend. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so... Lady problems turn Marvel movies. I know. Speci- yep. We have, you know? A, we have a very specific bonding experience Exactly. Here. Kevin Feige. 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 We're finding out right now how to pronounce that. Okay, that's fine. Dude, go ahead. Um, so yeah, uh, other than that, uh, my wife and I have seen every single one of the... Uh, oh wait, no. She, I did not see... 
Ant-Man with her. I took my little cousin to see that. Oh, that's nice, that's, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he listens. I should probably make him listen. He's, <laughs> he's always... Anytime he was in town from Seattle, I would uh, watch movies with him. Kevin Feige. Feige. It's Feige? Feige. I thought that was a joke. It was Feige. I thought it was Feige. Like, I wasn't pronouncing... I was going Feige. with the soft G. Oh, Feige. Hard G. Fair enough. He's a hard G. Fair enough, Kev. You hard G. Speaking of Kev's, I was very, uh, I was very happy to see Kevin Smith recovering nicely. That is Instagram. very good news. Uh, I, I felt like you know, like having a scare in a relationship where it's like, oh, I do love you after all. I've been taking you for granted. You may have not been that great for a little while, but you know, I'm, I'm glad you're okay. I'm wondering if this is going, like, how something like this affects one's writing. Yeah. You know what I mean. I hope because he's been will on be that. Wake up call. He's been doing that like whole. Um, I want to make movies that like my friends and I would like thing, and mm-hmm. I'm making movies for me, not for you thing. Yeah. And I always find that to be a little misguided. Yeah, like you're an artist, you're, you're you're entitled to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But maybe this is like, hey, I I am Kev Smith, and I want to make a couple more like yeah. hits. He was a legacy. He got. He inspired me, and I, nothing's let me. Few things in this film have let me down more than him churning out things that are kind of like stoner things he doesn't care about anymore yeah like i didn't even bother with yoga hosers because i was like (laughs) like his entire way of describing the film i was like what like i understand like an artist wants to put their family in a movie but if you're gonna do that go full um rodriguez and just do an entire cgi explosion thing about lavas and shit yeah uh, don't like give me this like what they have the 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 bratsies little nazis made out of bratwurst and like dude like you were funnier before you were smoking weed. Yeah. Writing about people smoking weed. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I still, I, Kevin Smith, in the maybe, off chance you're listening, I still love you. I, I do. You, I cherish the man's entire mm-hmm. filmography, yeah. with the exception of the last like five years. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I like Red State. I have not I, seen Tusk. I have not seen Yoga Hosers. I saw Tusk in theaters. I think I've asked you how how is Tusk. It has its moments. Uh-huh. But over in Michael Park, you're not gonna lose that guy. Yeah, I mean he he's terrifying in it. But mm-hmm. I mean this is uh, I think this isn't like that growth phase of me like finding out what kind of movies yeah. I really actually truly liked. It was your it was your the master phase. Yeah, it was it was heavily during that phase. Um, so I went in like oh Kevin Smith fucking master and like came out and I was like finding it more and more difficult to defend that opinion. Yeah, no. I'm not... Remember, he used to have ambition, and now he doesn't. Yeah, I'm hoping that... Hopefully he's going to come back. I'm hoping that what he has now is ambition and a willingness to do something cool. He could could still make his best work. He's he's not old. Yeah. He still has time. He's only in his, like, mid-40s. Is he in his 40s? Yeah. He's in his 50s. No, he's in his 40s. You fucking serious? Get to work, Kev! Mid to late 40s. I know he's not 50 yet. Goddamn, dude. Get back (laughs) to work! Yeah, Scorsese's like a thousand. Yeah, and he's still making crushers. Yeah, he makes a movie like a year. He's going to die soon. Like Woody Allen makes a movie a year. Yeah, but he's not a good example. I mean, Marty's the best example. Like, the silence, like, that was one of the most ambitious, affecting things, like, I've seen in years. Marty's like a million years old. Yeah, and Spielberg, another. Yeah. Spielberg's getting up there. His next movie is um, Old Guys with Whips, part five. Yeah, he is doing that, isn't he? Yeah. Huh. That's, I don't. Right. Yeah, how's uh, uh, that's not on my looking forward to list. But right, so what else is on your list? Looking up, I just looked up this list here. Do you want to scroll through while yeah. I while I apparently? Well, will you go through yours? Well, I'm not gonna remember all of them, but uh, 
Let's see. What am I looking forward to besides that? Uh, I guess I'm going to see Alita Battle Angel because I like that comic in a million years ago. And the trailer okay. was actually pretty cool looking. Gotta admit, I had a lot of low expectations for that. But Ryan, go through that list. What's what's catching your eye? I'll just um, agree if you are not. Things I can talk about. Super Troopers 2, another example of a movie sequel coming at least 10 years too late. Yep. Uh, that, like I know people are gonna be like riding high on its dick, but I I just have this gut feeling that it's gonna end up like Zoolander two, Anchorman two, yeah. an, an inferior sequel. And also, didn't we say everything we needed to in the first Super Troopers? Yeah. Like, I like all the shit they did after that. Like yeah, Slam and Salmon. Slam and Salmon. Another add to our food thing. Add to our food thing. Uh, I I'm a vocal uh, supporter of Club Dread. Mm-hmm. Like. I like, I like the movies. Beer Fest. Yeah, Beer Fest is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you can keep those same dudes and just rotate how they, like, the dynamic between them is great. They're a great comedy troupe, mm-hmm. but, like, you don't need to go back to the yeah, well. Don't go back of... to the well unless you have this story that needs telling. Yeah. Um, Incredibles 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sicario 2 seems like it's going to end in a weird spot, yeah. too. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, like, I liked the first Sicario, and it was, like, it was this very movie. quiet, affecting, yeah. violent drama, but now it's, like, yeah. explosions and guns! The, the Sicario 1 is not about how badass uh, Brolin and uh, Del Toro, uh, yeah, Del Toro yeah. are in it. That's not what that movie's about. And this trailer looks like, we're Josh Brolin and Benicio Del Toro. We're yeah. two brothers. And I'm like... Uh, what about The Predator? Predator, yeah, starring Boyd Holbrook and Keegan Michael Key. Yep, um, I'm very excited for that. I'm gonna. I'm, starring I'm our boy Grabbing Shane. my two out of October because uh, I'm putting those to the side. Uh, another X Men movie coming out, which yeah, I'm, forgot I'm, that's I'm happening. All about that. For Dark Phoenix. Um, okay. Well, Creed Two is supposed to drop at the end of the year. Yeah, apparently. They just started filming. Guess so. All right, that's. I fun. mean, the reason Whatever. why a movie will take extra long to come out is because of a digital post. And okay. a movie like that is not going to need much digital post. There's a reason why Avengers movies take so long is because, well, you learn that in going through the whole film school stuff, you shoot the most expensive and crazy action sequences first because they take the most time to render all the graphics for. Mm-hmm. So that's why it takes so long. Creed, probably not so much. Okay. I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to see how that goes. Uh, and then the other two that are in there, Aquaman, which I'm resounding meh. I'm... Because I don't fucking care. Did I... I don't think I told you I finally watched Justice League. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. Hold on. So let's let's let's, let's screech the brakes. Let's strap in. Let's strap in. Just let go. We it was um a week or two ago on that random Wednesday where we got that big snowstorm. Yes. So my wife uh came home like early from work because the snow didn't start getting bad until like two three. Mm-hmm. So she comes home early from work and she's like, all right, let's you know. We're, we're going to make dinner in like two, three hours. But before that, I really want to watch Justice League. And I was like... It was Michelle Monaghan's idea. Yeah, it was not my idea. Because I could, <laughs> I could have lived my life without seeing it. Whatever. Uh, um, our, all of our other nerd friends and your nerd community, what was their consensus? I had a consensus from my uh, my Allentown group of friends who were like, Oh, fucking awesome. Like, I don't know why. Like, everyone's always on Marvel's dick. Fucking Justice League was great. And then I've heard, like, yeah, whatever. And then I've heard, like, fuck you. Yes. So all over the board. So I didn't know where I was going to land. I had a pretty good idea where I was going to land. Mm-hmm. But so rented it. Thank God I only paid $5. That's what okay. I'm going to say. Yep. The opening of it, the way with uh, Batman in Gotham, I was mm-hmm. like, this is fucking cool. No, I was in. I'm like, okay. 
Okay. Yeah. For for most of that movie, actually for a long while, I was just like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like it was. It like, didn't lose me for a while. I mean, I w- I walked in rock bottom expectations, but it didn't truly lose me. Actually, I don't know if it ever truly lost me, which is the thing, which is why I'm not a vehement hater. Yeah. I think it's shit, but I kind of like parts of it. Yeah, I I've really dug that opening sequence with Batman and the uh, uh, Parademon. I was like, yeah. that's freaking cool. Yeah. Like, all right, that's it's some a li- Batman shit. It's, it's that's some Batman shit. The way like he's like using uh, tying the guy up and mm-hmm. leaning him over the edge, like fear. Yeah. Like, oh, that's fucking cool. awesome. Like, you had that set up. Like, you smart man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just slowly started to lose me. Yep. It became a Marvel knockoff. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point where Michelle Monaghan was like, Mother boxes, do they mean Infinity Stones? <laughs> and I was like, I don't Sure, maybe? Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few minutes before the big action sequence... I just got up and I was like, I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette. She was like, do you want me to pause it? I was like, no, I don't don't think I'm going to miss anything. I'm certain you didn't. Yeah, came back in and then finished it. And then like the, even the way they try and tease future movies, like a big table right here with six seats and room for more. Like, shut the fuck up. You know, like I would love nothing more. My final consensus Mm -hmm. to my group of friends who were like, Fucking awesome. No, not fucking You're awesome. Wrong. Fucking dumb. <laughs> My two takeaways from it. Well, one looking ahead is apparently they want their next Justice League movie to be Flashpoint, which is a retcon excuse to begin mm-hmm. with. So I'm like, sure, we can keep all the good stuff and toss out everything else, which basically means you're keeping Gal Gadot. Yeah. Which is fine by me. Yeah. And, like, really, like, I'm a cool, I like Flashpoint. You just have Affleck be, um, be Thomas Wayne, rad. Mm-hmm. And you have, um, like, I like Ezra Miller. But my main thing that I... I did notice that scene with him and talking and, to his yeah. dad, what you were talking to me yeah. about, with, like, he was just, like, no. Yeah. It's not working. That yeah. scene is not working. Someone should have stepped in and said, Ezra, you gotta... Or... Or Billy, you, you can you can chill. You're yeah. doing too good a job here. Yeah. You're you're fucking up the bell curve. Mm-hmm. Man. But my favorite thing about that whole movie, and Danny and I went thought about it at length in Slow Readers. Final battle with Blanky McBlank face Kieran yeah. Hines. What was it? Uh Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf, right. So uh Superman shows up. Before that, all is lost. Everyone's like, oh no, we're fucked, we're yeah. done. For some reason, arbitrarily, now we're losing, okay. And then Superman shows up and it cuts to everyone's faces. And then the way they shoot Affleck, you know, like that 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 meme of of Patrick Starr from from SpongeBob, and it's him smiling with only one tooth. Mm-hmm. They they basically it's literally that thing of Batman. Yep. If you're gonna show Batman reacting, you don't show from a low angle smiling of his teeth being like, it's Superman, he's here. It's it's fucking stupid. Was the goal to make Batman look dumb in this movie after that first cool scene? Yeah, can Is we, that what he was trying to do? Can we give Aff like an orange helmet to wear instead? Yeah. Like he, like... Have him go full Zoranar. It's fine. He, they make him look real stupid yeah. all across that movie. Culminating in that shot where you see his goofy little smile with his teeth being like, Hey, Superman. Yeah. Like, I, the movie sucks. Yeah, the movie sucks. That's, that's yeah. I But in its defense... And it's not really defense. I can point and laugh and enjoy that movie. 
something like Batman vs Superman, I can't even sit through, and something like Man of Steel, I would refuse to sit through. I don't know which of these movies. Like, it really sucks because like I will defend Watchmen. Yeah, and it's I'll, worth I'll, I'll I'll even go to bat for Sucker Punch. Yeah, no, I can I, see it. I, I That's really, an original vision. I, I, I will really support would. that argument. But anything post Watchmen, like, I, well, I think he did Sucker Punch after Watchmen, or was it before? I think that after Watchmen. Okay, so like anything after like Sucker Punch, I can't defend. I cannot defend Man of Steel. I cannot <laughs> defend Batman nope. versus Superman, and I cannot defend Justice League. Nope. It's like it's so dorky. <laughs> like that's the that's what I think about it. It's dorky. Um, so yeah, um, I wanted, I'm glad you're on my side. I'm on your side. So my final two ones that I saw on the list there, and then we're out of this Justice League thing. Um, interested to see the Halloween reboot. Oh yeah. I I kind of don't like that they're Who's like doing it? uh the uh, what's his Danny McBride I think was one of the writers. Oh okay. Which is interesting. But they're like, yeah, anything that ha- happened after Halloween 1, just forget about oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, Jimmy Lee Curtis is back. Like, oh, what the fuck? Halloween 1 and 2 is the perfect, like, double one, feature. Yeah. It's it's a movie that takes place over, like, the same night. Like, it's it's flawless. <laughs> it is flawless. Uh, so getting rid of that hurts. I mean, three, like, four, like, three I've never watched, because I know it's not part of the... The yeah, pantheon of it. Four, five, and six, like I like. I like the um well, you know my my how I feel about uh homegirl uh Danielle Harris. Oh yes. I've of sworn fealty to her. Yes. Um if she started a war of air behind her. Yeah, I, I there's two women in this world that I would three, three. Two, Including four, your wife? Four. Yeah, well my <laughs> wife. My wife, but out of uh, In media. In media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I'd get behind them. Wait, who are the other ones? Uh, of all the women I will swear, swear fealty for and go to war for. Yes. Uh, Daniel Harris. Sure. Uh, Carla Guguino. Sure. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, in media, yeah. Th- th- those are those are the two I'd probably follow in battle, and then in life, you know, m- my wife, my mother, probably Big Red. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah, Big Red's sort of like like a militia. I'm 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 pretty stringently anti-gun, but she probably has a reason, so I'm joining. Yeah. If the bombs dropped, I'm like, Hillary. Yeah. We drank with her and her uh, her fiance the other, uh, like two weeks ago at McCarthy's and it was lovely. She's (laughs) such an interesting cat. She's a cool person. Like, oh, so I didn't include it in my movies, what to do in the future, but let's definitely do it. Uh, Female Trouble is coming out on Criterion. Mm -hmm. We're getting big red for that. You just have to. Okay. Yeah. She'd totally be down too. Yeah. God, Don Davenport. Yeah. Um, and then Venom. the last so one funny. on there, because we yep. had talked about it before the show went, Venom. Yeah. Or Tom Hardy the movie. Yes. Brian, let's talk about that. Because honestly, like my, my picks front coming up in the rest like, of the year. Was that yeah. even a trailer? Like No, it's not a trailer. It's fucking nothing. It's nothing. It is. A, I was angry when I saw that. I, you rightfully so, dude. Like I'm looking forward to Mission Impossible and like... Another thing. Oh, uh, Tully, but then you know, like Jason Reitman. Yeah, look. Oh, okay, yeah. But that's yeah, Venom. Yeah. So, word on the street: it is today's date is Tuesday, April third. Um, who's the who's supposed to be the villain of uh, Tom Hardy the movie? I don't know. Supposedly, it's supposed to be old Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy as Carnage. Oh, why would you? Why would you shoehorn in? Carnage into a Venom. Like, this doesn't seem like a smart idea. And is it connected to the 
Marvel movies or no? I don't think so. Like, why is everyone doing standalone villain movies like this it's and a the Joker movie? movie? Like, yeah. we're gonna do a standalone Joker movie set in the eighties. It, it's it's sound. They sound like fucking awful ideas. Like really, exceptionally bad ideas. And it's it's confusing to the audiences and even the fans because it's like, well, no, we have our Joker and the like. That's one part. That's one thing DC I will defend. I did kind of like fucking Jared. Leto did a perfectly fine job. I have no complaints about him other than apparently his behavior on set, but that's not part of the movie. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like the tattoos or anything, but the performance was really... Yeah. It I, was good. I wish there was more of him. That was the only part of Suicide Squad that I wanted to not end. It was good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Cletus... Like, no. Like, yeah. uh, kind of an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I had said before we went that uh, Jim Carrey would be my dream pick. Yeah. Well, Ryan, have you read any Venom comics? Because I have not. I've what read, is what I've is read. his story? What is his what's Eddie Brock's deal? I thought you were a big Spider-Man fan. I am a big Spider-Man fan, but then I've never followed any solo Venom stuff. I've never really followed solo Venom stuff. Like I, like I know the Eddie Brock like a rival of Peter Parker's, but yeah. like the I like Tom Hardy as the choice for him because like he has the physical appearance down because like. Mm-hmm. Eddie Brock was always look, looked like a dude who could just bench press a jacks. car. Like, yeah. huge. Uh, but, like, as far as his deal, like, I know when he goes to prison, he gets, like, locked up with Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. And some of the symbiote is still in, like, his blood. Oh, yeah, for Maximum Carnage. Yeah. yeah, and that's how, like, that bleeds into that. Uh, the solo stuff, like, I know he becomes more of, like, an anti-hero. Like, during yeah. Maximum Carnage, he and Spidey team up. Yeah, for sure. But, like, solo stuff, like... I think he becomes a west coast avenger i'm not sure like who cared about the west coast avengers wonder man the west coast man because <laughs> i think that's where this this movie set is in like san francisco is it really i think so oh, yeah, i think it starts at uh, the golden gate the trailer does i don't know i don't care like i don't get why would i care about give me another trailer venom? yeah give me another trailer let me see venom. show me a plot you can't just show me Tom Hardy's face and say Venom. Yeah, he's like, riding around on a motorcycle, and then he's running, and then he's screaming in a hospital bed. Yeah. Venom. Awful. Awful planning. Looks terrible. Who's even doing the movie? I don't even know. Directing? Yeah. I do know. I feel like I do know, but I don't know. I, it just it just looks like a fucking terrible idea. It really does. That's what... Let's see yeah. here. Michelle Williams is in it. And Jenny Slate. So what's the fucking Ruben Fleischer's doing it? Okay. Why do I know that name? He did thirty minutes or less. Oh, oh he, wait, he, he did, he zombie did zombie zombie. Zombie. That's why. Yeah, that's why I remember because I was like, "That's an interesting choice. It's gonna be like a a fun, violent romp, and it it looks like Tom Hardy the movie." Yeah. What am I supposed to care about in this movie if you don't have Spider Man? Like, I don't. I want if he if you're telling me that that. The MCU mm-hmm. is doing a Venom movie? Okay. I I'm mean, in. Because I think what that would mean is that the next Avengers movie is going to be a Maximum Carnage. Because that would be fucking super rad. But, uh, I mean, how do you follow up Thanos? Do you have a localized threat? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It would be interesting to uh, see where the next uh, Avengers movies will go. I think they'll probably lead, like do another 10-year plan and then lead into like Galactus. Maybe. Now they got Fantastic Four back. Yeah. I hope it ends. I want it to end. I want them to stop. I mean, they're not, but I want them to stop. Yeah. Or I want them to do a full <laughs> reboot of sorts, find something else, because it's, 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 
It's it's gonna it's gonna hit a wall. I kind of feel like that's what's gonna happen. Is like the entire universe will get like rebooted with the Mm -hmm. death of Homeboy, Thanos. Yes, I'm like Homeboy. Which is Homeboy? Yeah. So I like the idea that they still haven't released the the title for the next Avengers movie. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing that let's do some Avengers predicting, Ryan, because I think it'll be fun. Um, Who do you think's dying? Uh, Tony and Cap, and then the fourth movie is uh, Doctor Strange using the Time Stone to go back in time and collect all the gems before Thanos can get them. Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah. Cool. That's... You? Um, same thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 good go. All right, and that leads us nicely into our final segment. Our final segment of the day. Uh, Sir Ryan... Yes. It's been it's been quite a year. It's been a hell of a year. It's been a year, dude. I can't believe we've been doing this for a year. Isn't that fucking wild? Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh... every Monday or Tuesday, hanging out early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Watching Record, movies, making a movie. Yeah. Talking about movies. I've watched like a movie. lot of movies this year now, just by doing this. Like this is yeah. like, like thirty new movies probably that I never would have watched. Some of them I'm like. I hate. Uh-huh. There's probably only like three or four that I like actively disliked. Yeah, same. we've done this. We've, we've had a pretty good hit rate. Yeah, we've, we've had a lot of like, eh, it's all right. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of really good. Ryan, what have you learned across this year of podcasting? I've learned to trust foreign film more. Yeah, if I've done one thing of my life. <laughs> it's getting one person to watch Korean films. Hey, if I've got one person to love Harakiri... Yeah, that was pretty good. I'm gonna. That I'm was... trying to make the professor watch Harakiri because I think I need to rewatch Harakiri. Yeah, it's pretty. It's slow, but like it's so worth, worth it. it. Yeah. So worth it. Yeah, I love the payoff. Yeah, the payoff is so like holy fucking shit. This yeah. is one of those movies. Yes. Yeah, it's like a mind fuck before there was like mm-hmm. M Night movies. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, it reminds. It's, it's like if Gran Torino was looped around. It's like oh, we have this gentle drama. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you want the okay gas finale? Well, Here you like, go. oh my god, it's so great. This is the Samurai movie. It's so fucking great. Yeah. Ah. See that movie, guys? Yeah. Mosuke Kobayashi's Harakiri. It's pretty awesome. So, what, do you, what would you like to start with? Well, your so your favorites or things you want to watch? Let's see. Let's start with our favorites. Then let's okay, we'll go a little back and forth. Yes, indeed. Ryan, so we decided that for this special victory lap episode, Let's look back and Ryan pick the three movies. Let's let's go. Let's go. Did you rank them or no? Uh, no, I didn't, and I didn't do three. I did um, like essentially four, and then the fifth one that I have is kind of a cheat. Okay. So just. Yep, yep. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You, I can, can, you can count it as. I can add two more quick. Yeah. Because mostly I picked ones that were your picks. But I, think I, I, I picked ones that were your picks. Word. And I think we can pick ones also that where we didn't watch them prior. So I have one or two that way. Okay. Anyway, Ryan. So let's start a few. Let's that's they're not ranked or anything, but your five back and forth favorites of the movies you've done, not episodes, because honestly, I don't okay. fucking remember our episodes. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, it's it's soup. I'm trying to remember conversations you've had, like uh... yeah. I'm trying to listen back to make a new commercial. It's just tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. Um, so the first one I have up, surprise, surprise, Sing Street. Yeah. yeah. I, I I cannot espouse enough how much I love that movie. Uh, it, it really ran me through the full gamut of emotions, and it made me, it, 
it made me remember my my teenage hijinks. It was it was a very good movie. That one more than any other one. I think that if you had disliked it, I might have been crushed. I would have yeah. been like, "What, well, Ryan? Don't why why don't you like it? I don't understand. This is like everything you like. I yeah. I guess I really don't know you at all." Yeah. I was, was so relieved. I was pretty crushed when uh, Michelle Mane was like, yeah, it was all right. I was yeah. like, what do you mean? Oh, right. It's all right. Sing Street. Yeah. Professor loved it. <sighs> Once again, her taste is bullshit. Yeah. All right, go. So, Ryan, I'm going to go... F- uh, I think I'm going to go for a guide to recognizing your saints. Okay, Because as much like Same thing? Yeah. Daniel and I um actually... It's, it's beca- I don't know if you've heard it. It's become a minor bit that we do on Slow Readers because Daniel watched part of it and was like, what the fuck? He got to that one scene with uh, Chess Palmentieri and like that the climactic thing with, um, with uh, Shia in the showers wanting to be left alone and pushing yeah. away his father. And they keep on going back and forth, and it's really heartrending. So Daniel's approximation of the scene was being like, and then like he was like hitting him, and he was like, don't you, don't you, I'm your father, don't you touch, what, what don't you? So whenever Daniel and I start arguing about something, or if he actually touches me, I go, don't you touch me, I'm your father, don't you touch me. That's hilarious. So this would come one of our bits. Oh my God. And I always follow it up with, I really like that movie. It's a very, very affecting, the guide to recognizing your saints. Uh, by Dito Montiel. Yes. Yes. And I kind of walked in being like, all right, Ryan, it's that movie that I saw the box from at Blockbuster and looked yeah. whatever. And you know what? I was thoroughly charmed and I was very affected. Interesting. Wonderful. I'm glad you liked that one because that was one that I found when I was like 19 and I it really affected me as a young man and I was happy. I think that would be one that, same thing, I would have mm-hmm. been like a little hurt. Of yeah. like, oh man, it's got New York and what a bunch of kids. Like, it's, it's, really cool. It seems like something you would like. Yeah, no, and I liked it. Good. I was in. Um, okay, next one I have on my list. Uh, Black Snake Moan. All right. Yeah, I, I, I really... hadn't seen it before. Yeah, I hadn't seen it before. It, I, I really dug it. I just thought it was super cool and like that the whole scene with uh, Samuel L. Jackson playing Black Snake Moan while the, the storm's going on around mm-hmm. him. Like, I just want that as a poster. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. The whole movie is like super cool. It's it's sexual. It's uh, slightly violent. Um, it's but it's just, never too much. But it's never too much and it's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you like a cool like 70s or 80s comic. I'd be like, oh yeah, they they were they had to stick to a code, yeah. but they make they push the boundaries as much as they can, and I really fucking enjoy it. It's about blues and sex addiction. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and JT. Yeah. Um, let's see. For my next one, I'm gonna go with Little Wolf and Cub Three. Okay. Specifically, number the three. Samurai. That one and two. In his hands, yeah. Number three was the one where I'm like, oh fuck, this is awesome. Yep. So that was like, I still have not. I don't have. I think that I need time to dwell off these movies. I think if you want to watch one on a perfect Sunday afternoon, I'm gonna really enjoy it more. But they, they haven't they haven't clung to me. But I still really love it. When I think about them at all, I'm like, all right, there's that beautiful scene of all the grass and there's the trees mm-hmm. and the sunlight, beautiful and awesome stuff. Yeah, they're great movies, and I think I view them the same way you do, where mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not like super attached to them. Yeah. But I'll tell people like, if you haven't seen it, you need to fucking yeah. watch them. Well, I have kind of the other thing where I'm just like. Uh, like, do you like violent samurai films? Dude, you gotta see Long from Cub. Yeah. But I'm not gonna recommend it to nearly, to most people, unless mm-hmm. they've already gave me a disposition of, I like this kind of thing. Okay, fair enough. I, I think the movies up my list, uh, my one, two, and three, are actual movies that I think I would recommend them to a stranger, mm-hmm. with caveats, and if they didn't like it, I'd be like, I think you're wrong. Yeah. 
That's kind of where I'm at with these picks. The next one. Uh, Eastern Promises. Yay! Uh, that was one of my absolute favorites that we Russian watched. Just, I, I don't know, just all around the board. Yeah, I mean, it was an Oscar-worthy movie. Yeah. So but it's still grody as fuck. It's still grody as fuck, and Viggo Mortensen is just a powerhouse. Yeah, it's really just... Uh, I still haven't rewatched it. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah, I kind of want to rewatch. Like, when I think about it, like, I'm like, ah, shit, maybe this is the movie I should put on for uh, Michelle Monaghan to watch yeah. with me, like, because it's so fucking good. Yeah, every level. Yeah. Every time I think about it, I'm like, I should rewatch that. Yeah. That that's a chicken soup movie for me. Go for it. My next one, uh, let's say, because this is kind of my cheat, mm-hmm. so that's why it's not one or two, because I suggested it, but you picked it. Okay. And I'd never seen it either, and it is Ricky O. Okay. The story of Ricky. But I don't even know about it, and we, we were getting that like Django and Cash. Okay. And we did this one, and very few movies have brought me as much. Screaming joy as Ricky O. Okay. Yeah, that it's so over the top and it it it, it, it scales the top. It doesn't even look the top as it jumps over it. Yeah. But it also at the same time, it's still a functional movie, Mm -hmm. and it's still weirdly affecting. Yeah. Like when it when you dedicate like forty seconds to Ricky being like, oh. Hey little boy, here's a flute. And then he gets his like head fucking ripped off. Like they give it exactly the right amount of time for you to be like, oh the kid! Yep. And like a, a, a far worse movie wouldn't have even bothered with giving a kid a fucking flute. And because it's such a weird thing to do to begin with, you're like, what? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's oh, it's so over the top, it's good. Listeners, take this as like a top ten list of yeah, like, you're gonna this is our greatest tip. Watch these movies, if you can't decide, watch these movies and listen to our episodes, because they're so wonderful. Yeah, Ricky Ho's just so it's fucking so bonkers. It's good. <laughs> it's, it's good, but it's bonkers. Oh my god, I need to buy that on VHS. Yeah, I can see that being a real fun VHS day. Oh my god. Huh. Go on, Ryan. Um, our top two. Yeah, I'm not going in any particular order, but uh, The Host. Mm. I really, really, really like that. That movie's fucking good. Yeah, like the the ending, I, I don't like because I really wanted that reunion and for them to end up happy, but there's no way for it. Yeah. That family is so fucked up and like dysfunctional, mm-hmm. and I love that dynamic. Yeah. Every character is their own human being. It's awesome. Like the dad is probably my favorite mm-hmm. because. Uh, Gangdu. Yeah, the not the grandfather, the yeah. dad. Um, because he's such a fuck up. Yeah. And I love him so he's much. He's a goof, but yeah. he's sweet and he manages and he's not incapable. He's just kind of a fuck up. Yeah. And I love uh, you can always get me on characters yeah, that are just fuck ups. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I think it's such a fine balance to put into a character where they're a good person, but there's just yeah. not good enough. Yeah. And it's great. And you have like the like the brother who's uh, alcoholic and yeah. like who's like secretly kind of like this like uh, with like a protester with all these like crazy skills and the yeah. the, the always doing well sister who can't get out of her own way mm-hmm. the grandfather who's just trying to keep trying everyone to keep it together it's, oh it's uh, such a fucking perfect movie yeah it's really great yeah uh, I love it my only quibble is the the, the uh, CGI but that's it yeah eh, they, they minor quibble minor yeah. quibble um, my number two then is gonna I, I really struggle with this I'm still deciding you know I think because. I'm going to go with the... My number one is going to be the one if it's the format. So number two, I'm going to go with Monster. Okay. Because that's... When I was little, I had... I, I probably would never have seen it. 
ever if you hadn't decided to do it for the show. And when you said so, I was like, I don't know if it's the format, but all right, whatever. Which is weird because I just randomly one day watched yeah. the, the documentary on Eileen Bornos mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, we should. I've never watched Monster. Yeah. I should do it for the show. And it's 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 one of Charlie's Theron is one of the greatest greatest performances I've ever seen in movies. I see a lot of movies, people, and that is one of the greatest I've ever seen. No exaggeration. Yeah, it's she's incredible. Pretty fucking. And good. the movie's amazing. Yeah. Like like oh, really heartrending, and it's it moves. It doesn't bog down. It's not slow, and you like the character. Like I still always think. Whenever I think about job interviews, think about our job interview scene. It's like, well, well fuck you, man. <laughs> it's it's funny. Watch, watch the interviews with Eileen Warnos and then mm-hmm. go back and watch clips. She nailed that. It's so great. And, like, I don't even think, like, I believe it. Like, I haven't yeah. seen any clips of Eileen Warnos, and I'm like, oh, no, if you told me that's her, that's fucking her. I Dude, seriously, watch it. It's, it. she, like, the way Charlize Theron, like, took that character and, like, like really embodied her, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell of a job. Incredible. Yeah. Movie. All right. Um, You're number one. It's not number one. This is my cheat one. Your cheat one. So, um, you you almost have to watch the whole movie to get the the point I'm trying to get across here, um, but I'm saying the last five minutes of this movie. Okay. Because um, after we watch movies, like there's certain times where like I'll go and watch clips of scenes on YouTube, like Sing Street. I always want to find like the. Uh, um, Drive boys, it like you stole it. Drive it like you stole it, and uh, uh, boys and girls. Yeah, like that's really great. I love those scenes, and I'll watch those over and over. Um, Black Snake Moan. I told you, like, so the last five minutes of Frank. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, like as a whole, I didn't really like the movie, mm-hmm. but when you get that last five minutes, the whole movie makes more sense. With uh, how do you pronounce the name? Don Hall. Donald. Donald. Like like Donald without a last name. Okay. Donald. Donald, Donald Gleason. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you understand how unnecessary he was to that band. Oh yeah. And when he finally realizes that he was he was the infection that they called him, mm-hmm. and he gets them back together, and it's the shot of them like just they're a band again playing weird music, and you look and he's looking there smiling, goes back to the band, goes back to him, and he's fucking gone, gone. and it's fucking perfect. Uh, that song is outstanding. Yeah. I love your walls. And he's just like, just sitting there like, <laughs> and seeing him with, yeah, it's so good. Um, so yeah, the last five minutes of Frank. All right, I'll allow it. Yeah. I'm gonna admit, disappointed, no wetlands. Oh shit, why did I or not do Or old boy. That? No, I, I didn't do old boy. Um, wetlands, honorable mention. <laughs> I, right. I really do love wetlands. Yeah. I, I, Oh, now you're making me regret my list. <laughs> I'm strike the Frank thing and put put Wetlands in its uh, place. I, like, I will never ever for the rest of my life quit singing the praises of Wetlands. Wetlands, honestly, for like favorite things that mm-hmm. you've brought to me. Like if I was ranking it, it would be between Wetlands and Sing Street. Yeah. Those would be my two number ones that I did not pick. Those are perfect movies to me. Yes. But my number one, I think, considering the format and also that, like, if Monster, would I have never seen it without you? My number one is Sleepaway Camp. Okay, really? Interesting. Because no, there's no fucking chance in hell that we're going to see that movie. No, another disappointment. What? No Phantom of the Paradise? Oh, I'd seen it before. Oh, you had? Yeah. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Sorry, I just want to talk about beef again. Yeah, I know. God, I love that guy so much. I'm going to add clips all across this. Okay. Uh, Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, I was surprised how much you liked that. No, I was... I was... 
baffled at how much I like that movie. That movie confused me with how much care it put into itself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a really good movie. It's it's a perfect little singular thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to see any of its sequels unless you make me do that. But I didn't care. I don't like horror movies unless they're oh. really good ones. And this one was so strange. And there was perfectly innocent baseball scenes and mm-hmm. i like like if you, have, you think it's going to be a friday the 13th knockoff yeah and, and it's, it's so more, much more it's, it's so much more american world from london and then it climaxes in this really i know i knew how it ended and it still super super affected me yeah even the bad acting was good acting it, yep. it's like i think it's this perfect little like five star movie for me characters you cared about and characters did get their comeuppance when yeah did, when it does they were deserving of mm-hmm. it, which was fun and interesting. Yeah, and that hand thing. Like, How can you speak? <laughs> like, <laughs> I laugh, but I'm also like, yeah, no, for real. Yeah. Like, like I, I would if I got the opportunity to remake Sleepaway Camp, I would. Re- you would do it. I would do it, and I would keep it absolute. I think it would bomb hard because I'd want to be true to it in the sense that. Okay, if you oh, if you direct a, if you direct a reboot of Sleepaway Camp, you have to ca- cast me as a counselor. Done. That's all. That's all great. I want. I mean, you already were, and it'd be great. You have to. You'd be the last guy. How can this be? <laughs> How can this be? Like, oh, it's so great. Emote. I, I, I was confused, and to this day, I'm still confused at how much I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird movie. It's weird, and it's it's exactly it hit my funny bone. This is an, an interesting top five. Yeah, strike definitely strike the Frank thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have all of Wetlands than the five minutes of Frank. Yeah. Can I just talk about Wetlands again? What was that? Can we t- talk about Wetlands? Yeah, it's all so, about Wetlands. If I'm going to actually take a full pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like such an asshole. <laughs> Wetlands. Dude, you have to stop selling it to people the way you do. I know. It's, 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 a, it's funny to sell mm-hmm. it to people that way. Yeah. But it is so, like, that movie is so sweet. Yeah. It's so genuine. Yeah, like, and like, you're like, I have German gross girl they're gonna do the shit German thing. ass blood movie like and, they, and they do the shit porn thing mm-hmm. and they get that out of the way real quick and then yep. they get into like the hemorrhoid cutting your asshole open mm-hmm. which is funny but then there's so, like so much more than yeah. that she's a gross teenager but she's so punk rock and cool yeah and, like, she's so fucking cool like yeah. she'd be your incredibly gross friend who somehow still kicks ass yeah like you'd be like oh we're going to Dirty Mike's house like why cause Dirty Mike's the fucking man yeah. you know he like eats boogers like He's cooler than you, dude. Yeah. Love Dirty Mike. Yeah. I fucking love Helen. Yeah. What, it, it's, an, it's a phenomenal movie. I was really hoping there would be more of her in Blade Runner, but... She's she's pivotal. Yeah, she is. She yeah. is. But... What a great movie, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, uh, 2049, I'm kind of... Still meh. iffy? I'm still iffy. I'm, I, I might need to watch that three-hour-long fucking movie yeah. again. I really love that three-hour movie. I like the first one. I think I like the first one better. It's just where I land on that. No, for me, like, the first one is still, like, it's just perfect set dressing. And this one, I think, actually is much tighter functioning. Yeah. We should probably stop before we turn this into the Blade Runner yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. again. again. Okay, and then, Ryan, so let's wrap up this episode with our three movies you want to do in this coming year we have. Okay. Um, shit. So we, I did a we sex, missed I did a violence and Oh, we missed one? We really missed a golden opportunity. So okay, because uh, I'm I'm getting started. One of the movies I wanted to do takes place around Easter. Oh, um, Critters Two. I'd really like to. I'd I really like to say Passion of the Christ. No, I'm fucked <laughs> that. Fuck that. Um, I really. It's the another sequel I want to get to. You don't need to watch three or four, but I think okay. you need to watch. 
Critters 2 because like you were you thought that I was positive was, on Critters you were positive on Critters Critters 2 is a little wonkier okay but it's still it's it's a fun monster movie romp okay so, so good wonky yeah good wonky alright I'm in alright I'm in so is that, is that on your list? yeah okay so I want to do either Salo or The Devils which do you know either of those movies? nope Salo, The 99 Days of Sodom, and The Devils, they're both crazy, sadistic, religious sex movies. Okay. Let's watch a trailer. Oh, two. Jesus. Well, Salo's famous. That's a famous movie. It's Criterion. And it's like it's, it's based on a work by the Marquis de Sade. Oh, Christ. Yeah, and it's this famous movie for being like, like so many layers of fucked up, but... Here we go. Or the 120 days of Sodom. Sorry, not 99. Nel mio film tutto questo senso assume un significato particolare ed è la metafora di ciò che il potere fa del corpo umano e la mercificazione del corpo umano, la riduzione del corpo umano a cosa che è tipica del potere, di qualsiasi potere. Yeah, okay. Right, you speak Italian? Hmm? You speak Italian? So I think basically some rich people kidnap some children, teenagers, and they do a bunch of like sex and torture stuff to them. Hey, there you go. Jesus Christ. Famous movie. I feel like that's going to hurt my soul. So let's also watch a trailer for The Devils. Do you remember the first time your thoughts were turned to evil things? It lies near with the crisis. Lust. Obscene. <laughs> he enters my bed at night and takes from me that which is consecrated to my divine rank on Jesus Christ. And what form does this incubus take? responsible for this evil possession. But of course I can prove nothing. This Mother Superior may be little more than a hysterical nun. But if it is a genuine case of possession by devils, and if Grandier himself was proved to be involved, yes, I think it bears investigation, gentlemen. You've been a magician. I've got my sweet devils. Face eternal damnation. Conjecture is useless. We need a professional witch hunter. Yeah, okay, we get the point. I, I would watch that. That one? I would okay. watch that. I was going to say, if you weren't feeling that one, either of you do one of the classic Hammer films, some of the sexy Hammer Dracula films. Okay. So that's also been on my list. All right. Ryan, go on. Um, I keep threat. I've been threatening to do it since day one. Uh, I think this year we should finally get to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. All right, that sounds good. That was... Uh, I, I think um, Big Red has talked about maybe being a guest for that one as well. well let's see if I'm bringing her back. I'm all about it. Big fan of Big Red. She's a, she was a big fan of the movie. Actually, we bonded over that when I first started at the bookstore. So it was kind of interesting. Um, that's why I wanted to bring her on for that one. Um, but I really do want to get to it. I like that movie a lot. It's everything 80s. So yeah, I'm in. that's where I want to go. Trailer. Clips. Okay. My violence pick is going to be one we discussed earlier this year. Okay. I would like to do Brawl and Cell Block 99. God damn it. Vince Vaughn. Is that on your list that too? That was my third pick. <laughs> Looks like we're doing that. Little trailer. Okay. 
Wait, well, I gotta think of another one in fast. That was my third pick. All right. God damn it. Uh, Off the top of your head, a third the, violent pick. A violent? Or, or any pick, really. I'm, I'm going, like, the only thing I can think of is, like, doing more horror movies, because I think that's my mission in life, is to find horror movies that you like. Sure. Um, you, you know what I like. Yeah. And you know, that, like, if, if, you, it's, if, it, if there's a compelling main character, I'm probably in. Have you watched Poltergeist before? I think when I was a little kid and it really, like, like traumatize me. Okay, then that'll be my pick because that's okay. one of my favorite movies. And there's a uh, a nice little discrepancy we can get about who actually directed it. Oh, Whether right, it was yeah. Toby Hooper or was it uh, Steven, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg, or was it Zelda? What's her or face? Rubenstein. I love her so much. Yeah, I I love Poltergeist. It was a movie I watched when I was like 11, I think, mm-hmm. and just like fucked me up, and I just I couldn't <laughs> stop like putting it on. I I, just, I love Poltergeist. All right, and my last one is. One I've always wanted to do for a while, but apparently the whole thing is on YouTube. Oh. That's fun. Because I've always wanted to get it like, from all the way back in my uh, my film school years, going to Kim's video, The Obscure Place. And even they didn't have a copy. I think someone stole it. But it is Peter Jackson's sexy, violent Muppet film, Meet the Feebles. <laughs> okay. Just once in a lifetime... There comes a motion picture so courageous, so explosive, that all else pales in comparison. A motion picture that breaks with convention, disregards taboos, risks mighty days in jail.
fucking weird sure all right ryan so that wraps it up right yeah that about wraps it up uh, uh plug quick uh for next week especially oh yes uh so well i'll, I'll do mine because you know all the ins and outs yes um so you can find me on instagram at tango like cash pictures of my cat cocktails i'm making and maybe some other little funny things. We do have the last week for your chances to win the custom poster by friend of the show, Tyler Martis. Gabriel, tell them how they win. Listeners, you can win a custom Warriors poster. Come out to play, motherfuckers. You can win it by going on our Instagram. You can like the post. I'm going to post another one, I believe, on Thursday. Maybe another one today. We're wrapping up. I'm mm-hmm. nuts. What you just got to do is comment on it. You can win this enormous custom poster. It's beautiful. Just comment. Come out to play. And like it, and also like it on Tyler's post. Or you can just write to us at sexandviolencepod at gmail.com. Seriously, guys, this poster is amazing. It is beautiful. You want to win this thing. And all, all you have to do, go on our Instagram, sexandviolencepod, and comment, come out to play. And then we'll check it out. We'll announce the winners on the show next week. Next week. Shit, that's crazy. Yeah. We're going to have Tyler on the show. We're going to be discussing both the Warriors and Class of 84. So it's going to be a fun talk about movies and also giving away a poster. Yeah. Oh, also check out tomorrow the Whip Around because they're also giving away a poster. Yes, you can uh, go listen to their show or check it out on their Instagram for the deets on that. Yeah. Gabriel. Um, besides that, uh, listen to Slow Readers, the fast-paced literature podcast, Project Talk Out Radio. We're down with William Michael and I discuss books and nothing else ever. Only nothing books. else, only books. Yeah. Um, so guys, join us next week for our 50th episode. That's a big fucking deal. 50 episodes. Ryan, what do you want to do for 51? Ooh. Well, we have some options we now. We have options. We should just do <laughs> Brawl and Cell Block 99. I think we should just do Brawl and Cell Block 99. Yeah. And then we'll go... We'll go back to format? Yeah, we'll go back to format. Sounds good. We've been off format We've been off format. Oh, yeah, there was time and stuff. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, fucking see ya? Yeah. Bye. Bye. Love you. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topcountradio.com. 